Welcome to Female Inner Power, the podcast for women who don't want to choose between work success and life happiness. I'm your host, Nomi Melkyonatan, leadership coach and courage catalyst. Each week, I will share a refreshingly honest conversation about how to trust your intuition, lead from female power in male-dominated spaces, and inspire you to be a more confident force for good in the world. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome to another episode of Female Inner Power. This is bonus week. This week, I will be sharing part one to five of self-trust. This was a series of articles that I published a number of months ago on LinkedIn on the Female Inner Power Activation Newsletter. I'll make sure to link to the newsletter in case you want to subscribe to that too. And if you want to go back and look, of course, at the newsletters, if you like to have a written track record of what is said in here. So each day you will hear another one of the self-trust articles here in audio form. So let's take a breath and dive in. Self-trust number two. Can you trust yourself with how you use your time? A few months ago, I noticed feeling anxious when I had a spacious day. The anxiety was very subtle and only in the background, and I'd felt it before. But this time I got curious in a new way. Why would I feel any glimmer of anxiety on a day where I had no client calls, no urgent deadlines, and nothing specific that had to happen that day? Here's what I discovered. It was about whether I can trust myself to use my time well. Can I trust myself to be productive? Productive. There was a central question. What will I have to show for today? Have you ever asked yourself this question? What have I got to show for it? It being this day, that leadership retreat, this week, that meeting, all these years in this job, and so on. And perhaps you would even feel obliged to have an answer ready in case your boss asks, one of your colleagues asks, what have you got to show for it? You went to that two-day conference? What have you got to show for it? We are results obsessed. Obsessed with results that can be measured instantly and results only count if others can also immediately recognize their benefits too. This need for instantly visible results has us choose safe options, be risk-averse, focus on short-term goals, and stifle creativity. It has us feel constantly out of breath in a very unproductive way. This is very much the fearful masculine at play. The fearful masculine is interested in things that we can measure instantly and needing to prove that something is happening and working. But let us come back to the self-trust element. It was the self-trust element that shifted something in me. Because if we can't trust ourselves, if I can't trust myself with spacious days, you know, where there's time for blue skies thinking as well as completing tasks, completing those tasks we've ignored and then doing them in a non-pressured way, if I can't trust myself with that, then 
How will we ever innovate? How will I ever lead? And most importantly, how will I we ever enjoy? I see so many of my clients block space in their diaries, space to think, space to zoom out, space to reflect, space to take actions on a difficult project. This is a frequent, frequent coaching follow-up block time in your diary. But then they check their inbox or someone messages them on Teams, someone needs them and bye-bye. There goes the blocked spacious time. I once had a client who said, yes, I did exactly as you said. I blocked two hours every day. And then I do all the things that I don't have time for. I spend it answering all the meetings, or all the all the emails. I make space for all the meetings and all the things that I didn't have time for in my day. So that space is still not self-reflection time, blue sky thinking time, none of that. And as much as we complain about interruptions and incoming demands, the secret truth is this. Most of us find it easier to be reactive than to lead, innovate and enjoy. Once more, the secret truth is most of us find it easier to be reactive than to lead, innovate and enjoy. We don't trust that we will use our spaciousness well, because if we did, we would keep that spaciousness holy and locked and non-negotiable. We don't trust spaciousness because we are not sure we'll have something worthwhile to show for it. So we would rather keep being reactive. How do you shift into self-trust around how you use your time? What will it take for you to trust yourself with how you use your time and how you guard space for the elevation of your mindset? I highly recommend you journal on the question. So let's give the question once more if you want to write it down. What will it take for you to trust yourself with how you use your time and how you guard space for the elevation of your mindset? When you elevate your mindset, everything else gets elevated. But how will you make space for that? It's definitely a question worth contemplating and giving time to. And even if I had the golden answer to that, even if I had the answer I could give you to this, I wouldn't give it to you. It's in your personal contemplation of these type of questions that your self-trust and therefore your self-leadership will be strengthened exponentially. Here's some input that might help. Background or foreground anxiety is not about how many things you have to do. It's always about what you're making them mean. It's the story you tell yourself about the many things that generate the anxiety. Notice the difference between thinking. I'm so behind. There's so many emails to answer. I don't have enough time. I barely have time to breathe, let alone think. Versus, I always know what matters most. I can trust myself to prioritize that which makes the biggest difference. Even when my days are really full, I make time to breathe and think because the quality of my mind impacts everything. Be impeccable with your word, particularly to yourself. If you promise yourself that you will do something or make time for something, honor it. Most of us have broken countless promises to ourselves. That deteriorates self-trust. 
decide to change that. Look at how long your to-do list is and choose just one, maybe three things that you will for sure tick off today. Then celebrate yourself when you get them done. From now on, promises you make to yourself are kept. This will revolutionize so much in how you feel about yourself, how confident you feel and how you will show up in the world when you know that the promises I make to myself are always kept. I can trust myself. My meditation teacher, Jillian, I can hear her voice in my head. She would always say, there's no such thing as a bad meditation. The reason being, if you try to meditate or you work hard at meditation, it's no longer meditation. <laughs> meditation is about the process of letting go. It's not about an outcome. Similarly, if you make time for reflection or creative thinking, it is unhelpful to need a specific instant outcome. You can decide that during a 20-minute reflection time, you will journal on a question, what is the most important way I can add value right now? That's a helpful decision. But it would be entirely unhelpful to require yourself a specific aha moment from that 20-minute slot. Trust the process and set a powerful intention. The aha might only come three days later while you're brushing your teeth. Last thing that might be helpful, instead of asking, what will I have to show for it? Instead of asking that, a better question might be, how can I elevate my thinking on this project or this situation? Remember, your magic is that you are human. You are not a machine. The energy and clarity you bring to a meeting, to a report, to a problem makes all the difference. You don't create magic by showing up depleted and overwhelmed. You create magic when you show up with curiosity, a willingness to sit in a state of not knowing, with passion, clarity, and purpose and groundedness. So take a moment to let me and yourself know, do send me an email actually, I'd really like to know, what is your most important takeaway from self-trust too? What touched you and what will you ponder further or experiment with? Comment here or even better, tag me on social media, tag self-trust number two, a female inner power, share it with others. And of course, no matter what's been activated in you, by listening here, now is a great time to breathe. If you enjoyed this episode, you might want to check out the Written Self-Trust series that was first published as part of the LinkedIn newsletter, Female Inner Power Activation newsletter. You can find it by connecting with me on LinkedIn. I'm Nomi Melchior Natan, the only Nomi Melchior Natan on LinkedIn, and then subscribe to my weekly newsletter. Also, if you want to help the podcast go further, I would really, really love it if you would share the podcast or this particular episode with other amazing women. And if you'll take a couple of minutes to write a review of the podcast, that helps other women who find the podcast to trust it and like it. Thank you so much. And of course, no matter what's going through your mind right now, 
there's always time to breathe. So let's take a breath. And go spread the magic. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would love it if you would rate and review the show as it really does help other women to find it more easily. Remember, no matter what's going on around you, it only takes a single breath to start grounding back into your power. So let's take a breath. Feel your power and go spread the magic.